I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Not Your Average Joe, the podcast that'll make anyone a little less average. I'm your host, Joe Franco, and y'all stay tuned. We're making big strides. If I do it one day, I could do it two days. If I could do it two days, I could do it three days. At least that's what I woke up telling myself. I have been having a little bit of beginner's fears, uh, a little bit of hesitation, but I think that's a part of the process. So my friend Lucas, who, by the way, thank you guys for signing up for his newsletter. He told me he got a few new signups. He's, he's like coaching me as a guinea pig. And it's so cool because usually I coach people indirectly and sometimes directly, but it's nice to get coached. So anyways, he sent me some words of uh, wisdom today of like, how am I building trust with myself? And I am no stranger to this. Everything that I love is because it takes effort. I always joke that I'm not a sprinter. I'm a marathon runner because I'm not going to be the most talented off the bat. I'm going to be the one that outlasts everyone. But the trick is... You actually need to want to do the thing that you're striving to continue doing. So yeah, I ran cross country and my theory there was I, I can't sprint, but I can walk. And if I can walk, I can run. And I think that that's been a way of seeing my life. I, I don't say that I write books, but I've filled 12 journals in my lifetime of 300 pages each. So like technically, doesn't that mean I've written around 12 books? But I haven't written a book because the idea to me of writing a book is so intimidating, but the idea of journaling every day is not. The idea of running a marathon is intimidating, but the idea of running daily is not. And so anyways, this whole like, Joe, you should be writing and posting a podcast every day, while it seems daunting, because it kind of is, I'm today's the day where I'm I'm remembering that this is who I am, this is who I want to be, and that at the end of the day, writing feels good to me, so I'm going to do it because you should do things that feel good to you. So the piece that I wrote today is called I'm a Slob, but it's a sacrifice, and it'll take you into my headspace on day two of this challenge. Before I get into this, I would really love to know how you're finding these entries. I will be back with regularly scheduled programming of interviews and book reviews and all of that on the podcast, but we're testing things out, and I think that's the beauty of owning and creating your own stuff that you could decide one day like okay I'm gonna pivot a little bit but I want to make sure you guys are digging it so if you are digging it please give the podcast five stars share it with a friend that you think would benefit from these entries and from the previous episodes and please slide up in my dms I am always talking to you guys on joe underscore franco or you can follow the show's account at not your average joe pod send me questions send me prompts I read those and you help format the show this is how I work with everything that I build. Joe Club is a direct result of people's feedback. I'm a collaborator. I'm not a dictator. And everything I say rhymes. I don't know why. I feel like I got stuck on a mode mentally where everything I say rhymes. And you know what? We gonna take our time. Okay, I tried there and it didn't work, you see. Anyways, let's get into it. Oh, and please don't look at me differently after this prompt. I'm gonna give you guys the real look of what it is. Kill the intro, sis. You know 
glasses i guess we're staying on track there i'm a slob but it's a sacrifice okay here we go i woke up today 10 minutes before a meeting rising from my loose sheets sporting pillow marks on my face feeling less than stellar as i crawled out of bed a soundtrack of multiple joints popping and cracking applauded this pathetic state of stress a few seconds later my anvil feet pull me in front of the mirror revealing the face of progress Shit, Joe, you've definitely seen better days. I shuffle through the makeup scattered on the sink and quickly pull it together. No one knows the mess behind the madness, or at least they won't until now. Four minutes later, I tame my curls with a trusty headband, pulled over a cozy sweater while staying committed to my PJs on the bottom, and put on my white glasses masking dark circles that have crept their way into the format of my face. Brushed teeth, brushed eyebrows, good to go. A thought whispers, time is passing. As I make my way across the hall to my office, the voice inside my head mocks me. So you think you could do everything on your list today and write and post your silly podcast? Like two characters on my shoulders representing good and evil, a conversation plays out. You know how long 30 days are? You barely write right now as it is. And you think you could write something worth reading and listening to for the entire 30 days? The positive voice rebuttals. Yeah, but we've already proven we can be consistent. How would this be any different? Plus, if we don't do it, it's not because we can't do it. It's just because we don't want to. But I think we want to do this. The cynical voice. What do you even have to say today? Will it even be worth people's time to listen? Positive voice. We could always use a joke club prompt like we did when we wrote for 90 days straight. Then the debate gets interrupted by my morning meeting alert. I'd be speaking to the growth strategist at Memberful, a platform that I've been using to grow Joe Club, and we were meeting on a quarterly basis to talk about growth. The meeting kicks off, and I word vomit all the strategies I've implemented since our last conversation in an auctioneer speed. We went from two sessions to eight sessions this month. I built a private community. It's like a whole world where people can chat and watch old sessions, RSVP for new ones, talk to facilitators. I have incredible facilitators who are breathing life into the club, and I genuinely feel like this is only the beginning. With a pause, he looks at me and starts hyping me up in his comforting southern accent. I can usually tell when someone is in it from the first conversation, and since our first call months ago, I could tell you were really in it, and you still are. On the screen, I see the graph he's put together to show me the exponential boom of my company in awe. Hitting the word of the year already and it's only day three. Awe. I couldn't help but glance at my dark little square on the Zoom screen thinking, damn girl, you look like crap, but you still need to take a moment and appreciate this. We wrap up the call and a smile creeps up on my face. There I was, with a sink full of dishes, empty boxes disturbing the peace of my living room, and clothes growing roots on the carpet floors of my bedroom, and I was still proud. I've been here before, feeling stuck in the sliver of time where everything seems to be falling apart. I've learned that it's one of the symptoms of sacrifice needed for growth. At least, for me, it's always been. I've gone through this so many times, I've even created a theory about it a few years ago. Here's how it works. Pick four pillars that really matter to you in your life. For me, it's relationships, meaning friends, family, lovers, career, health, and overall having my shit together, like bills, doctors, laundry, errands. My theory is that you can only truly succeed in two of those categories at the same time. For instance, right now, I'm doing really well in the relationships, spending time with family and friends, and in the career departments. But my health and shit together pillars are taking a back seat. 
by the time I get a grip on my health or actually start having my shit together, like the minute I finish folding the mountain of laundry on my floor, usually something else begins to suffer. I guess what I'm trying to say is that our choices matter because in choosing to invest yourself in one thing, you're subconsciously saying no to something else. In the book 4,000 Weeks, my favorite book of 2022, the author Oliver Berkman points out that the root of the word to decide comes from the Latin words de, meaning off, and caedere, to cut. You cut off the possibility of something else in deciding on another. Knowing what I know about what I'm building with Joe Club, I guess I don't mind having pillow marks on my face during meetings as a result of lackluster sleep. While I'm not thrilled about these dark circles, I am proud of the ideas that my wondering mind generates keeping me up at night. Because those are the same ideas that will eventually change people's lives for the better. And as far as the negative voice inside my head that told me I don't have what it takes to write and post every day, I told it that it had no idea what I'm capable of. Shoot, I don't even know if I know what I'm capable of yet. That'll only be revealed in time, but I have a feeling I'm on the right track. In the meantime, I'll see you tomorrow. That's it for the day. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please slide up in my DMs. Tell me if this is good. If this is bad, I'll stop. I'll still write. I just won't post it. I love writing because I think it's the closest way to curl up in somebody's brain. Uh, cozy. Sometimes it's a little scary in there. But it really is magical, in my opinion. Like, when you read books of people who have passed away, you're still in their conscious. You're still kind of floating around their their thoughts and how they see the world. Isn't that an incredible? Books and literature and writing is so dope. I love it so much and I've always loved it. And um, yeah, now you guys get to hang out inside my brain for real. There's such a difference to me in my mind. Like when I perform, let's say I'm hosting, that internal monologue has already gone through the filter of trying to be performative. Anybody that you watch on YouTube or hosting a TV show, like they're filtering their thoughts based on what they expect other people to want to hear and see but when I write I'm not filtering any of it I'm writing what what is popping up in my mind and following it down the little hallways in my you know memory and feelings that it takes me and funny enough I've gotten told that people didn't know who I was until they read my writing so you guys are really going to get to know me now this is intimate so I hope not many people are listening but if they are hello and nice to meet you I would like to get to know you as well. So again, follow me on Instagram, send me a DM, tell me your thoughts, send suggestions. I got a long way to go before we hit day 30 and I'll definitely need some help, uh, you know, with the content, creating some ideas. Share this episode with somebody who is in the sliver of sacrifice right now and let them know that it's a symptom of success. And with that, I will see you tomorrow. Have an above average day because you deserve it. Hey, yo, come listen to my girl, man. What you doing? Shit. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.